especially with the social media out there, with all your friends showing you how much better their life is than yours. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Well, from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, United States of America, this is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is Tony Dufresne, your host. I'm glad you are back with me. Let's get right to it this week. It's going to be a little story, again, about free books, hospital coffee, and finding your groove. And of course, this goes back to my own personal story that I've been dealing with over the past couple months with my daughter. Basically, this is all about pressing play again after you press pause on your life. So that being said, my journey has taken me on a lot of different roads and it's landed me into the, my coaching situation and working with people to, for either in your career or relationship or in their life to get past some stuck moments and to find solutions to breaking out and having the ability to generate some ideas in terms of really what you want to do, whether it be a side gig or a full-time gig, just something to expand your life experience, to create a more enriched life. So in the process, I've gotten my point up to, to where I wrote the book, and I released that about a year and a half ago. And then I've come up against the whole sales situation, and I'm not a salesperson, never have been. And so it's been a very challenging experience to figure out how to market myself, how to get to the people that can hear me, to find my tribe. So we can all come together and all work towards not only helping ourselves become better versions of ourselves, but also to help other people along the way. So that led me to working with sales funnels. And I don't know if you know what sales funnels are, but if you go to Facebook and you see the ads and you click on them and they ask you for your email and then it gets you in the loop and you get newsletters, or maybe they're offering a free book if you just give them your email and you have to pay for shipping. And that's exactly what I've gotten myself up to the point of doing because I want to reach more people. I want to share more of my experiences, share more of my knowledge and help. So I signed up for this sales funnel marketing class with Russell Brunson, which I have to say, after going through a couple different things that he has offered, I'm digging it. In the process of that, it's about creating offers of your product. So the point is to get the book out because I really haven't marketed it over the year and a half and it's sold fairly well without marketing it. But I, I want it to go further because really the book is a calling card. It's not the end of the road for me. It's just a legitimizing tool in terms of what my expertise is. And the reason for that is to bring people in for the online course and for the speaking stuff, which Anybody in this business, if you look around, that's kind of the point of why we do these things. So when getting into the sales funnel situation, it's about not just selling the book, not just marketing the book on Facebook or Instagram or any social media platforms. It's about creating an offer, which is a great concept, which I never would have thought of because I was a finance guy in college. And for the record, I I really wish I would have done marketing instead of finance because I think it would have helped a little bit, even though it was 900 years ago just to have some basic concepts of marketing and sales. So the offer is not just a book, but it's you 
give them a bunch of free stuff because everything comes down to value, right? Me offering more value than you expect. It's the underselling and overperforming. My whole life is built around that concept. So this seems perfect to me. So it's it's offering the book for free, but it's, you know, seven bucks to ship it. And then yeah, I'm going to give you a highlighter and pen and a free bookmarker and a PDF version of the book and an audio version of the book. I mean, that that's an offer. It's just it's a bundle of products or services that makes it worth it. So that's what I've been working on. And it's a huge project because not only that, I'm still doing the podcast. I'm still trying to create content and still working with clients. And then my situation with my daughter happened about a month ago. And as you know, if you've listened to the past podcast, it was all encompassing and her battling leukemia or finding out she had leukemia overnight and then us, the lives completely changing overnight. What happens is, and this has happened before in certain situations in life, and I'm probably, and I'm pretty sure this has happened to you in some form or fashion as well. Something happens where it takes priority over what your journey has been. You're rolling along on your road. Everything's cool. And then all of a sudden, somebody on another path over maybe to your left, they broke their leg. You know, you're a good friend of yours or a family member and they broke it. So you have to jump off of your path, trudge through and get over there to help them. And that's what happened. So for the past month, I have pushed pause on all of the things that I have been working on as my passion project or my side gig, which is the book and the offer and all this stuff. I've managed to squeeze out a couple podcasts, more for my own therapy sake, and for the fact that I really wanted to share, while it was still fresh, the story of what my daughter has gone through and how that can impact your life in dealing with certain situations like that. So life is totally different, and the two or three hours a night I spend on working through this kind of stuff, I'm going to the hospital and hanging out with my daughter. And the interesting part about having such a life shift and putting your current journey on pause are two things. The first thing is is that there may be a particular reason. Reason being, maybe the detour is going to offer you some more information or is going to provide a different experience to help you on your original journey. And looking back at the past month, there have been a lot of small little micro benefits from taking this break. A lot of times space allows you to see things in a different perspective. It also provides some little interesting surprises that shakes your world a little bit. And one such surprise for me was hospital coffee. Because being there at night and being there with my daughter and us at the beginning not knowing how this will turn out, One of my primary life comforts is a good cup of coffee. And usually I don't drink it late at night. And usually because I find myself very particular in what I like because I've tried a bunch of different stuff. I find myself gravitating towards the, what I can refer to as the snotty coffee. So at the beginning of all this, In the first week she was there, I was sitting there and the nursing staff comes in and asks her if she needs anything. And then they ask me for the record, the nursing staff, the staff at Banner Gateway here in, uh, in Gilbert 
is incredible. And at that time, what sounded really good, really comforting, was a cup of coffee. So I asked them if they had any up there, maybe in the break room or if there's someplace I could go get it. And the nurse said, not a problem. I'll be right back. What would you like? And I said, one cream. So she came back with a coffee and it was outstanding to the point where I reacted at a level to where my daughter turned to me and said, what's going on? (laughs) So as the days went on, most nights, I'd either ask them for a cup of coffee or I'd get one down in the cafeteria. And it was really comforting. It's like having your favorite home-cooked meal. It's like wrapping yourself in your favorite warm blanket and kicking it. And it helped me relax. And then a day before she was discharged, which was just a couple days ago, we were talking back and forth and I was saying, what kind of coffee is that? It's amazing. And she had it as well. And she thought it was good too. And that next morning I got a text from her and the text read, you won't believe what kind of coffee this is. And of course I texted back, you know, what? And in all caps with about three exclamation points, she texted Folgers. Well, if you're old school or if you know anything about coffee, Folgers is the bottom line, basic, old school, percolator coffee that people have abandoned in mass and have gone to the Starbucks and to the Pete's and even to the Duncan's and Mickey D's. Mind blown. Folgers. And it And it's one of those confirmation bias things when you first hear it, you really want to say, oh yeah, it wasn't that good, (laughs) but I really couldn't and neither could she. Just another, just a small example of certain things, fun, interesting, enlightening things that do happen when you do press pause and you might feel uncomfortable pressing pause and you might feel crappy about not progressing in your particular chosen direction. But the fact of the matter is little things will come up. And this is so minor. If you think just it's a cup of coffee, man, what's a big deal? It's what it represented to me. What it represented to me was fixed thinking and how fixed thinking continues to keep me unless I shock myself out of it more narrowly than I would like to. I would like to think more openly. And this was just a small little check on that. And I, I really got a lot out of that. Again, it's the strangest things. You could get the biggest things out of the small situations. And all of this experience in terms of being on my own path and doing all my offer stuff and putting so much time and effort into that and then the life experience happening and my calling being with her because she is 100% the number one priority and going there and just easing into it, accepting what is, letting go of the rock and surrendering to the process. Once you do, it frees your mind up to experiencing these little quirky things that can be a little mind-blowing. And that leads me to the message. And the message is finding your groove. Because the groove isn't the journey. The groove is everything. It's being flexible when you can't stay on your path. It's accepting what is. It's going with where the energy is taking you, even though it may be the opposite direction of where you think you should be going right at that moment. It's about having patience and understanding 
you can always go back and press the play button again. Not you can always go back. You absolutely have to go back and press the play button again. You have the ability, once certain things happen in your life, to ease back onto your path. And when I say path, I mean the responsibilities or the activities that you think you need to do in order to progress in the direction that you want to go. Mine being putting the offer together with a free book so I can get out and market stuff, so I can get a good beta group together to do the test of my on new online course. But when it takes you off and there's however many days where you're not doing that focus, I can tell you where I went. I went right to the guilty spiral. I got totally bummed out thinking that I was not doing what I was supposed to do. And that's absolutely wrong. It's just, it's from a lack of patience. I suffer from that a great deal. And that's why this was such a huge thing for me. And the understanding that you can press pause when something else comes up that is a higher priority. You've got to have your own priorities set up to where you know. Now, if you're pressing pause on your journey because it's hard and it should be hard, if it wasn't hard, everybody be doing it. If you press pause on something to go to a party or to hang out with somebody or to watch TV for three hours, then obviously that's not the right reason to press pause. Then you're really going to get down on yourself, which hopefully you will without beating yourself up too much to the point where you will create an internal motivation to get your ass up and get back onto it. But if certain life situations come in that are a higher priority than what you're doing at this time, then the key is to be okay with it and let go and ha- and then have patience that you will go back and press play again. And I understand when you do go back, back and press play, because this happened, this is why it took me 10 years to do my dissertation because I was raising my daughter. When you do go back to press that play button, you, you're not going to be at the same place. That That tape slowly rewinds the longer you don't get back to it. And so when you do get back to it, it's the eight steps back and nine steps forward type of a thing. And you're going to have to ramp up again. But you got to have some patience to ramp up again. This is the process of success and creation. Nobody rides the straight line in terms of success and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and just goes straight up. It doesn't work that way. This is how it works because life does sometimes get in the way, especially if you're looking to make a big change, or if you're looking to create a big side purpose project. And now I talked about patience. The second thing is do not give up. And you hear this all the time. This is one of those captain obvious things, you know, don't give up. You know, you can hear it a million times, but you don't get it until you get it. But if you're in a situation like this, if you have an idea, if you're working towards something, but something came up to where You have to make more money to pay the bills at the house because your mom got sick or tuition's come up and you got to pay for tuition. I mean, that's just life. That's just the way that it is. But do not give up on what you know for a fact you need to do, of what you know for a fact what you need to create. Do not give up on that. Go back with the understanding that when you push play again, the tape is rewound a little. And you're going to have to deal with a little bit of a ramp up to get back up to speed. But continue on that journey. The last thing, you've got patience, you've got don't, do not give up. And the last thing is you got to chill. You got to relax. It's the expectations that you put on yourself to create, 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 especially with the social media out there, with all your friends showing you how much better their life is than yours, which as you know, it's not the case. And you know, the funny thing about that is 
is that even though you know that Instagram is the highlight reel, it still has an impact. Your mind still processes it. It will still go to the area of your brain where it says, shit. It just still will. It will have an impact, even though you know that. You have to chill and understand that this stuff is happening, and it's happening. There's a reason why it's happening in the grand scale of things. And the key is is to experience the detour. Because more than likely, there's a couple little things that are going to happen that are going to benefit you in the long run. That's the show today. That's the free books, Hospital Coffee, and Find Your Groove. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, uh, please uh, let me know. You want to buy the book. It's the Surrounded by Idiots book. It is on Amazon in the States and in Europe and a couple other places, I think. And interestingly enough, I'm actually selling more books in Europe right now than I am in the States. So go figure. If you have anything you'd like me to talk about, please let me know. I really appreciate all of your input. So I hope things are great. Be the best version of yourself. Remember, it's about inspiration. It's not about motivation. Inspire yourself. Be good. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.